Welcome to Family Owned, a legacy leadership podcast exploring generational leadership success for family businesses. Brought to you by the Ole Miss Center for Innovation and Entrepreneurship. If you're ready to take your family owned business to new and perpetual heights, stay tuned to hear compelling insight from experienced business leaders who will help you set your business up for generational advancement. Whether you want to go public, stay private, or make international inroads. Now, keep listening for how to leave an enduring legacy through exceptional leadership. Hi, so I am Dr. Chelsea Sherlock. I'm an assistant professor of management at Mississippi State University, and I'm joined today by Dr. Clay Dibrell, who is a professor of management and entrepreneurship at the uh, Ole Miss, right up the road in Oxford, Mississippi. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, family business research uh, and the exceptional work that Dr. Dibrell has done over the course of his career. And one of those main pieces being stewardship theory. Uh, You've done a tremendous amount of research in this area. uh, So we can inform listeners on kind of what stewardship theory is and what it means for their family business. Yeah, I'd be glad to get in that. And Chelsea, please feel free to call me Clay. That's fine here. Uh, So the stewardship theory is really exciting for a lot of reasons because it's something that's really unique uh, to family businesses. And so, and you know, I, oftentimes I talk uh, to people about theory or something like that, and they immediately their eyes gloss over. Uh, but they shouldn't, because the beauty about theory is the fact it's the patterns that happen over and over again that we're able to see and discern. And so one of the beautiful things about stewardship is, is that uh, people, especially families, are really engaged in trying to make sure they're able to pass the business down to their next generation. And so there are a variety of uh, areas or or different attributes that really show up in stewardship, such as intrinsic motivation, uh, the ability for the individual to identify with the organization, a fair use of power, uh, a very much a collectivist mindset versus what's the best thing for me, a real orientation toward being involved and engaged with the company, and also uh, the ability to uh, understand uh, that there is no real hierarchy. This, uh, the power distance, we call it. That's the ability of how we perceive those ahead of us or below us and the uh, org chart, organizational chart, and that ability to be able to communicate as an equal. So this has a lot of different attributes associated also with, one could argue, with almost like a servant leader orientation. Uh, but the stewardship uh, that we were most interested in was the ability for people to be good stewards of the family's firm, the family's assets, and uh, it's real different than a lot of other businesses, uh, especially like the non-family businesses where they don't have that identity with it. And sometimes they treat it as um, as a negative where they just take real advantage of the situation on those other businesses. Whereas in a family business, not always, but often, the family really tries to be good stewards of the resources given to them and to represent their family in a, in a manner that they want to pass down to the uh, next generation. Yeah. So it sounds like stewardship then is a very positive uh, thing for family businesses. Um, So based on your research, how does this kind of uh, develop? How does this kind of manifest uh, in family firms? Is it something that we see as a learned behavior or uh, through the family values? How do we see this kind of uh, taking place, taking hold in the family business? Yeah. So, well, that's a wonderful question, specifically in relation to it is a learned behavior, but it's also a behavior that is embedded from the family. 
So the family's values, those values of really wanting to say the ethos of showing up, working hard, doing what's the best for the community, what's the best for your uh, the employees, for the company, not taking advantage of wanting to make something better when you leave, right? So that's that focus there. And so you see it as, as a leadership perspective in terms of the leaders are there, but also the others around them are watching the family members engage in these type of behaviors, which then creates a culture which helps shape their perspectives and values and beliefs within the company itself, within that family business. And so we really find a, a strong connection with uh, this and say uh, other types of things, such as something called uh, innovation, because the innovation side, we found that people who have open minds and who want to really do the best with the resources, really make them go as far as they can go, basically, uh, but are willing to take some risk are going to be much more innovative in how they approach different problems and situations, uh, not only with additional innovations, but also with other problems that they may find in their own company. Sure, that's great. So definitely a positive uh, force within family firms. Now, in this specific article called Stewardship Climate Scale, an Assessment of Reliability and Validity, your work uh, published in 2017 in Family Business Review, uh, you and your co-authors develop a actual measure of stewardship. So what are some of the different components that you guys uh, measured and looked at uh, with your surveys of actual family and non-family firms? Yeah, so what we are looking there is there a, so the people how this how it kind of works in academic research is a lot of times someone will talk about it in a very abstract conceptual manner and draw a theory upon it, and then someone else will come down the road and measure it and attempt to validate it. And so we were the group, me and my colleagues, my co-authors, went and validated another piece of work uh, that was done by a group of authors, uh, Davis et al. Uh, early on, and where they identified six different areas, such as the uh, the power distance, involvement orientation, uh, collectivism, use of power, uh, organizational identification, and intrinsic motivation. And so those are all different scales that come from different aspects of uh, other academic research. But what makes this so interesting is the fact that we're able to combine those different areas, those different dimensions, and see not whether we're going to create this climate of stewardship, right? So the climate is basically the culture, the different aspects of the organization, and how it affects employees and how employees respond with that. So we actually, this is a pretty big study in terms of data collection. So we collected uh, data both here in the United States as well as in Australia, and we had a lot of um, supervisors and their employees. So it was just not the top management team or the C-suite. We really wanted to focus on the relationship, uh, the dyadic relationship uh, between the supervisor and their employees right there and try to be able to capture this climate. And by capturing climate, we really looked at a multitude of organizations across different industries and and really found this relationship. And we say relationship is where both the supervisor and the employee agree upon how things are. So it really kind of captures that uh, in terms of the climate. And so the stewardship climate we found to be a real competitive advantage for those family business and for the family firm, family company, uh, especially in relationship to uh, innovation. Great. Okay. Family-owned businesses account for 64% of the U.S. gross domestic product, generate 62% of the country's employment, and account for 78% of all new job creation. 
For more information on becoming a part of the Legacy Leadership Program, visit our website at olemiss.edu slash CIE. The Legacy Leadership Podcast is sponsored by the Ergon Foundation, Do Good Work, and the CELO Agency, Creative Vision, the ability to see what is and what can be. Okay, so back to you, Clay. So then what are some of the um, different ways in which family firms can promote stewardship in their family uh, business and actually make strides to ensure that they are working towards that climate and having and reaping the benefits of that competitive advantage? And in this case, the study that you conducted on innovativeness. Yeah. So one of the things that we really like and that we appreciate with family firms is the fact that, you know, they don't only talk, they actually do with action. And so that's one of the big things there, because I know both of us here uh, live in the state of Mississippi and uh, work at two uh, two of our major institutions at university institutions here in the state. And through my experiences with family businesses here in the state, you know, they 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 communicate well. But the big thing is they really do it by actions. So whatever that action is, is really demonstrative about going forward. And so one of the things I really enjoy about family businesses, for instance, is the fact that they're very much, um, they act as a group in terms of the company. They don't say, hey, look at me, look at me in terms of the managers of a family business or one particular family business. They talk about what's the best for my employees. They're very humble. Uh, and so they just have a lot of these attributes that I, and you alluded to it earlier, uh, Chelsea, in terms of positive, a lot of these positive attributes about um, being approachable. Uh, you can communicate, partners with you, good, hardworking. They want to do what's best for the company and also what's best in many cases uh, for their employees and for the state of Mississippi. And so these are all good things. Like they don't abuse their power, uh, for example. Uh, they're very much engaged. They're willing to roll up their sleeves and get down into the trenches, per se, uh, get down there on the production floor, go out and sell, whatever it may be right there. But they're very geared toward that. It's very low power distance. When I'd say, once again, about that power distance, it's the ability to communicate. It's for the ability for the, you know, the family successor uh, to go down and talk to the employees, uh, just as you would a family member right there. And flip side, it's also really important to see those family members engaged inside the company, working their way up so that the employees can also see that, okay, this is a climate where we see a family member, but we also respect the family member for getting out there and doing something, making it happen, uh, willing to come out there. And, you know, as we both know, Mississippi is a little hot, especially in summer, as we as we both are right now. Uh, and they're going to go out there and sweat with us. They're going to make it happen. And that's the kind of examples that really we we talk about in terms of stewardship, in terms of being good stewards of the family, good stewards going forward. And once again, it just builds that competitive advantage or makes it more, it helps the firm become more successful, right? So you're building greater levels of trust. Uh, I'm identifying, hopefully, as a non-family employee more with that family business. Uh, I really appreciate my manager, uh, what they're doing. And we're doing it as a group, right? We're doing this as a group. We're in it together. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying to make everything, everything's better going forward. Once again, it's all about leaving something better than you found it. And I think that is one of those almost like uh, amazing family rules that uh, values that just keep showing up so often family businesses that uh, I know you and I both enjoy in terms of doing our research and communicating with those family businesses. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So definitely some positives there. And it almost sounds like that employees are enmeshed in those similar values of the family business and often treated like family members through this stewardship climate. Is that correct to say? Yes. Yes. I think that is a really good extension. And I think that's one of the things um, which we hope more people do, obviously. Uh, We'd love to see more like our wonderful students here at the University of Mississippi or Mississippi State University stay in the state and go work for these family businesses, uh, use their own expertise, because it's a great place to work often. And, um, you know, I, I know both of us have worked with different families here in the state, and it's just amazing to see what they are able to do with their companies and with their employees and the success that they're able to bring. Absolutely. Yes. So more family businesses in Mississippi, yes, adopting this uh, stewardship climate or leveraging it for uh, the better uh, use of their company and uh, employees as well. Yes. So any other uh, closing remarks regarding uh, the stewardship paper and uh, your work in this area? Yeah. So the last thing about the stewardship paper, just want to identify. So uh, the fact that is, it seems to be pretty well received within the literature itself going forward. And it, and I want to really highlight the fact that it's it's much more of a positive focus. Sometimes corporations and family businesses get a bad rap about being only in it for themselves or only in it for the family. So we found out that actually a lot of times these family businesses are not in it just for the family. They're also in it. They treat everybody as family, if that makes it makes it better. In terms of they're in it to make sure that people and their communities do well. And that's what the stewardship really highlights. And uh, it's just it's amazing to me, having done this research over like a 10-year period, and then to go out and actually see it in action and and just amazes, especially when you think about family firms are often considered not to be very innovative. And we find the fact just the opposite, that they are quite innovative, especially when they're able to adopt the stewardship climate or have the stewardship climate inside their company. Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you, Clay, uh, for speaking with us about stewardship and ways in which family businesses in Mississippi uh, can thrive using or adopting rather the stewardship climate. Um, So thank you for listening to this edition of the Legacy Leadership Family-Owned Podcast, exploring family businesses in the South. Thank you for listening to this edition of Family-Owned, a Legacy Leadership Podcast, exploring family businesses who make up the backbone of the American economy. Join us next time to gain invaluable insight into your family business and how to make generational advancements for your family, industry, and community.